What is up, everybody? This is Nerding Out Sports, and today I'm going to be doing my preview for the 2020 New York Giants season. It is almost here, just a couple of days away until kickoff. But before I get into it, I just want to encourage everybody to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. It would be greatly appreciated. And without further ado, let's get right into the preview. So we all know the Giants went through major coaching overhaul. You know, Shermer's gone, Shula's gone, Betcher's gone, Judge is in his place, Garrett's the offensive coordinator, Graham's a defensive coordinator, but two hires that don't get talked about enough, Columbo on the offensive line and Coach Chaos, Sean Spencer on the defensive line, I think those are two amazing hires on this coaching staff. Overall, the entire staff looks very good. And we all know free agency, James Bradbury, Blake Martinez, Kyla Fackrell, Dion Lewis, Nate Ebner, Cam Fleming all going to play big roles on this team. But it was late in the offseason that the Giants really had a big impact as well. They bring in Logan Ryan. They got Marcus Golden back. They traded for Isaac Yadam. These are very, very important moves that are going to really help the Giants more. than I don't, No one thought the Giants would get Logan Ryan. And then all of a sudden his price dropped to nothing. And here he is. So just like that, the Giants defense, thanks to free agency, and trades, when you look at Ryan, Bradbury, and Isaac Yadam, is 1,000% better than what they had a year ago. And that is something that needs to be talked about a little bit more. And then, of course, you look at the draft. We know who they got. Andrew Thomas, there's your franchise left tackle. McKinney's going to miss some time, but when he's out there, the secondary is going to be even better. Matt Parrott could very well be the starting right tackle going forward after Camp Fleming this year or Fleming struggles. I hope Fleming doesn't struggle because that would mean the offensive line is playing well. But he could be the guy going into next season, potentially. And then, of course, there's Darnay Holmes. And again, we all know about the Giants draft picks. The Giants, they're, they're looking strong on paper, but it's all about putting it all together. So let's talk about the offense. Daniel Jones. It's all going to be on the shoulders of Daniel Jones. If he's playing well, that means everybody around him is playing well. It's going to start with that offensive line, of course, because we know Daniel Jones' biggest issue in his rookie year was the fumbling. What do you have? 18 fumbles last year. That number should definitely drop because like I keep, I'll keep saying it on paper, the Giants team, specifically the offensive line, should be a lot better. If Andrew Thomas is the guy they think he's going to be and the guy that he was in college, then you're going to be able to protect your quarterback for the very, very long future. And that's the whole point. That's why they used the fourth overall pick on him. Cam Fleming may not be the best tackle around, but he's certainly better than Mike Remmers, so there's an improvement on the right side. Hernandez should definitely be better this year. Kevin Zeitler, we know what he can do. And then you have Nick Gates, who's more than likely going to be the starting center, and he should be fine because the Giants had Spencer Pulley last year. So again, there's improvement all around this offensive line, but it's going to be about putting it together. And I think we have to stress some patience with this group, specifically with Andrew Thomas, because it was a weird offseason. No rookie camp. Training camp was weird. He's going to be seeing some very, very difficult pass rushes in the first four games specifically. The Steelers, the Bears, the Rams, and the Niners. It doesn't get much tougher than that. And if Andrew Thomas is playing well through those, four, those first four games, we know the Giants have a chance to win maybe two or even three of those games in the first four weeks. But again, we have to stress patience. And then, of course, there's Saquon Barkley. 
Not much needs to be said about him. He's going to be featured heavily in this offense. We know what he can do when he's out there. Arguably the best running back in the NFL. And then there's the receiving group. I'll say this, Shepard, Tate, and Slayton, that's fine to me. They don't need to have this you know, 1,200, 1,300-yard receiver. It would be nice, but the way this Giants offense is constructed, you're going to see a lot of these guys get a bunch of receptions and may not get a ton of yards. It's going to be spread out. But the biggest key for this unit is going to be health. If they're all on the field, and this goes for Evan Ingram as well, specifically Evan Ingram, if Ingram is on the field, he's going to be the go-to guy. He's going to be the number one target. He is explosive, one of the best offensive tight ends in football. And he's probably going to be Daniel Jones's number one guy. And if all this goes right, and this is a big if, if all those guys can stay healthy and the offensive line is protecting well and Saquon Barkley is Saquon Barkley, this Giants team could easily be a top 15, maybe, maybe top 10 offense. That would be, that would be incredible but I won't push it too much. But they can certainly be a top 15 offense, and that's if everything is going well. I don't want to have my expectations too high, but the potential is definitely there. But the biggest key is going to be health and letting these young guys develop. So now let's talk about the defense. Once again, on paper, the team looks a heck of a lot better than they did a year ago. The defensive line is probably the biggest strength of this team. Dexter Lawrence is coming off of a great year. Dalvin Tomlinson is criminally underrated for the way that he's been playing since the Giants drafted him. There's Leonard Williams. He wants to be paid like the player that he thinks he is. Well, now's his chance to show it. There's no question he was very good for the Giants last year. Let's forget about that half a sack. He generates pressure, and that's going to allow for a lot of these edge rushers to get in there and get the sack. And then we can't forget about B.J. Hill. He's a very underrated player as well. Didn't get a lot of playing time last year. Hopefully that will change this season. And then you look at the edge rushers. You have Golden back. You brought in Kyler Fackrell. These are both double-digit sack guys at one point in their career. Fackrell had it two years ago in Green Bay. Golden was last year for the Giants. O'Shane Zimenez had a really good rookie season in limited time. He had, what, five sacks? Lorenzo Carter had a good rookie season. Kind of took a sophomore slump, but he's looked incredible in camp. So, again, if that defensive line is pushing... You're not going to probably see many sacks from the defensive line, but if they're pushing forward and they're getting that offensive line off their heels and getting them all mixed up, getting the quarterback out of the pocket, you're going to see a guy like Golden or even O'Shane or Lorenzo Carter. Hell, it might even be Kyler Fackrell. You could see a couple of double-digit sack guys. Maybe, again, everything has to go right. That's the biggest key for the Giants is a lot's going to have to go right because it's going to look good on paper, but it has to translate onto the field. It's going to be, again... Patience is going to be the key. It's a brand new coaching staff, new scheme. It's not going to work immediately, but you just want to see small improvements game after game, even play after play. You want to see them improve slowly but surely, and I think you're going to see that. And you can't forget about Blake Martinez and Devontae Downs, who are going to be the starting inside linebackers. Martinez doesn't have to be a coverage guy. The Giants are going to have to find a way to cover a tight end one way or another, Maybe that'll be Devontae Downs. He looked pretty good in camp, at least speed-wise, so maybe he can keep up with these tight ends. But that has been the Giants' biggest Achilles heel on defense is they cannot cover a tight end. Maybe that changes this year, and it doesn't have to be Blake Martinez because he's a tackling machine, and he's going to help that run defense. The Giants should be very good against the run this year. It's going to be against the pass, and we're going to have to see that big leap to be an impressive defense. 
and they have the secondary, the secondary to do so. You look at Bradbury and Isaac Yadam on the outside, or it could be Logan Ryan as well. It could be uh, Darnay Holmes in the slot. Julian Love could play the slot, or he can play safety. Logan Ryan can play safety. And then there's Jabril Peppers. He's the X factor here. He can play safety. He can play in the box. He can cover those tight ends. He can play outside. He can play inside. He's going to be on special teams. Hell, Joe Judge hasn't even ruled out that he could play some offense this year. Jabril Peppers is going to be the X factor on this defense. And speaking of X's, when Xavier McKinney does eventually return, the good thing is they have enough depth. They don't have to rush him back. But when he does return, the Giants secondary should be even better. Again, on paper, this defense looks a heck of a lot better. But I'm not going to have my expectations too high. If they can finish in the top 20 Giants fans, that is a huge improvement because we've been a bottom tier defense for so long. What were they, 30th last year? I will take a top 20 finish all day. That shows improvement from this unit. And something that the Giants have this year that they did not have last year defensively is depth. I mean, how long are we going to be relying on the likes of Antoine Bethea and Curtis Riley and B.W. Webb to be significant players in the secondary? Now we have a lot of depth. And once again, it looks good on paper. Now, can the Giants put it all together? That's the biggest key. But I will definitely I will definitely take a top 20 finish. Small improvements, that means the team is moving in the right direction. And now for my prediction. Like I said, on paper, the team looks really good. But a lot is going to have to go right, in my opinion, for the Giants to have a winning season. Some people think they'll be 9-7, 10-6. That would be great. I just don't see it happening. The Giants have a very tough schedule. The six games in their own division are going to be difficult. They may sweep Washington like they usually do, but even Washington could be improved this year. Dallas is never going to be an easy win, and neither will Philly. Philly could be as injured as possible, and they're always going to give the Giants a tough game. So you can't ignore the schedule. I have the Giants finishing 6-10. and 10. I can see 7-9, and nine, maybe even 8-8 eight and eight if things go really well. But six wins would not be bad at all to me if they're in these games, if they're showing fight. If for 60 minutes, like Joe Judge said, they're going to get punched, but they're going to punch you right back. And they're going to show improvement saying, we're not getting blown out. That's one huge thing. The Giants cannot afford to get blown out at all in these games this year. So even if they finish 6-10, and 10, but they're showing that fight and they're punching you right back and they're never out of it, that would be an improvement to me and tells me the rebuild is going in the right direction. So 6-10 and 10 is my final prediction. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. How do you see the Giants finishing this year? What do you think will be the strongest unit on this team? Let me know in the comments section down below. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you guys next time. Have a great day. Be safe out there. Peace out. Go Giants.